and welcome back to episode nine of the Tabletop Tavern Campaign 2, season one, A-List University, freshman year. That's a long title. <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. My name is Jenny. I will be your dungeon master now and forever, so get used to it. With me today are my fabulous, beautiful, talented players, who I'm going to allow to introduce for, the, for themselves. Uh, we, of course, have the lovely Stacy leading us off. Hi, my name is Stacy. I use she, her pronouns, and today I'm going to be playing Rosalie Motley. Hi, I'm Pippin. I use they, them, and I'm playing Vesper Thornquill. Hi, I'm Cam. I use they, them, and I'm playing Essie Hepper. Hello, I am Vic. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Fleur Pharaoh. I'm holding for Siren. <laughs> <laughs> is that me? Uh it might be. <laughs> um, sorry, I was on the set all day. Uh, I'm Doe, I play Ian Farrow and use she her pronouns. All right. And uh, just like always, we are going to start off this episode with a little summary of what you missed or have simply forgotten from last time. Last episode on the Tabletop Tavern, our heroes, such as they are, made their way back to the city of Alis. On their way there, they discovered that the lovely Fleur Pharaoh was having some kind of strange allergic reaction to the uh, displacer beast suckers that she had been exposed to. Everyone uh, quickly hightailed it to the hospital, featuring some incredible driving by the one and only Essie, and then some less than stellar parking by the one and only Essie. While everyone waited for Fleur to be released, Fleur, she did not crash your car, I promise. I was, I was just going to say, did Essie crash my car? No, she just got distracted by a lot of bumper stickers. Uh, <laughs> The rest of the party made their way to the local cafe run by the fabulous Harry and his daughter Harriet. And while there, they met Eugene Motley, parent of Rosalie Motley, prolific bard and purveyor of some very good advice. When last we left off, everyone had gone back to the dorms, finally allowed to move back in. And Vesper in a quest to get Fleur her very favorite crushed velvet jumpsuit, found something interesting on the floor. We pick back up, not where we left off, but several weeks later. Midterms are coming up very quickly, and then shortly after them, finals. Our party is facing down the most terrifying beast they have yet freshman year of undergrad <laughs> everyone as i have told you before the session uh we are going to be doing a little bit of a downtime session here uh how i've asked my players to do is tell me what they're doing in these uh, late weeks of fall leading up to midterms and then uh, we're gonna go from there forward uh i did roll a dice to determine the order we would be going in took a lot of rolls i didn't actually have to roll them at all that was all cam thank you cam mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and so the very first person we are going to check in with this downtime session is vesper vesper you have gotten back from your crazy first quest line uh you found something a little bit odd in cam and fleur's room did you cammy and fleur's room did mm -hmm. you uh pocket what you found uh, i did all right, awesome. So you can go, I, if you haven't added that to your inventory, please do, because I will forget it's there if you don't. Add it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Vesper, 
Things yes. are kind of heating up academically. This is where you tend to shine. Do you want to tell us about uh, maybe some of the stuff you're getting done in this in this downtime? Sure. I think uh, like the, the place they feel most capable is at the library. So they probably spend a lot of time there um, uh, just sort of study, studying in the way that they don't really need to because they know it. But um, but at least for uh, for speech and debate, they do ask Helga for help uh, to to practice uh, their their speech with. Hi, Vesper. Um, Hi. I'm like, I'm uh, really glad you uh, asked me to uh, come help you with this. Uh, do you have like a place you want to study or? Um, so uh, well, something I, you want to start I know with? You had a, I know you had a favorite place in the library. I do, yeah. Um, uh, if you just want to uh, follow me, I... Sorry, I'm kind of nervous. Um, it's okay. I've never... I've never really uh, studied with uh, someone like you before, so uh, this is very new to me. Um, oh. Can yeah. I help? No. <laughs> she kind of like uh, okay. leads you through the library around the large fountain towards the poetry section. Um, all of the walls here are covered with these like rolling sliding shelves that have just like rows upon rows of poetry books. Quite a few are in Elvish, a few are in Sylvan. You see several in Gnomish, several in Halfling, Dwarvish, just all of the languages you could possibly think of they have poetry in. Um, and Helga kind of leads you over to a kind of shorter desk with some smaller chairs, sits down and goes, okay, what are we studying? I just kind of agreed to it. I didn't really see what you were talking oh, about. Oh, well, um, we can go over whatever you'd like, but um, I just wanted someone uh, to listen to my speech, basically. I've practiced it a lot, so I know it, but I also don't want to show it to the others because that's... I don't think that would be very fun for me. Oh, isn't uh, part of uh, speech and debate like talking in front of other people? Oh, yeah. And that's perfectly fine. I'm confident in my argument. I just don't think I'm particularly amiable when it comes to debating. Oh, OK. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, give me your speech and I'll tell you what I think. I don't know. I don't have a speech, Jenny. <laughs> um, was there a topic? I don't know. You didn't give us a syllabus for these classes. Uh, <laughs> Jenny you said, can... put your improv to work. My I character isn't like... like me at all. <laughs> um, you give a speech. Do you want to roll a performance check for me? Happily. I don't know what I got. There we go, 11. Okay, 11. Um, you finish up your speech and uh, Helga kind of smiles at you a little awkwardly. Thanks it, for listening. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I appreciate coming here. I just, uh, I didn't know that there were so many practical applications of uh, pocket dimensions. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah. Oh, it, uh... Did it not it feel thorough enough? <laughs> no, it, um, 
do you have like a uh, time limit for this thing here? I don't know. What's what's uh, usual is like a three minute Like, speech or something. yeah, three Yeah. to five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, about three to five minutes. Oh, um, I just thought I would let you know that that was 26 and uh, 45 seconds. Gotcha. I mean, they were interesting Thanks. tangents, but you definitely went on a lot of them. I just and I hold I hold up from like behind my little like like a stack of notebooks and stuff a huge stack of index cards and I'm just like I just don't know what's less important than anything else. Oh, uh, well, I'd be uh, happy to help you with that because this is a really interesting um, subject. I just, uh, I got to go to the bathroom real fast, if that's okay. Okay, of course. Um, I'll be right here uh, figuring this out. Yeah, okay. She like stands up, still kind of like making a weird face um, and heads in the direction of the bathroom. And do you presumably return to studying for a few minutes? Uh, yeah. Right, awesome. You're flipping through your pages. Uh, roll me a perception check. Sure. Eighteen. Vesper's perceptive as fuck. I gotta start setting these DCs higher. Um, <laughs> you... Perception's not my greatest thing. That was lucky. <laughs> Really? Okay, yeah, so you, yeah. you're like flipping through the pages of your book, um, sort of trying to figure out what you're going to cut out of this speech. You have like, you've started to line up the index cards in front of you with like a red pen and this, this kind of speech and debate textbook, like flipping through about superfluous information. And as you do, you get the feeling that someone's looking at you. Uh, I look around. Um, there is a girl, uh, she appears to be a half-orc. She's probably six and a half feet tall, um, standing next to one of the poetry books, uh, bo poetry bookshelves, not looking at anything. Arms crossed, leaning against the bookshelf and looking at you. Hello, can I, can I help you find something? Your speech was way too long. Yeah, my friend said as much, but thank, thank you. I appreciate the second opinion. Yeah, I took that class last year. What do you think of the professor? I like them well enough. I think they're good at what they do. I mean, it's a cat with pants, right? Like, it's, it's a little weird. <laughs> You can admit it's a little weird, right? it is, but I, I've seen a couple of weird things in the last couple of weeks, so I don't mind it as much as I might once have minded it. Yeah, I definitely, I agree with you. I saw a girl cat once in a dress. That was fucked up. Why did we teach cats gender roles? You know, like, that just seems weird to me. It's really, I, yeah, it's, it really is a shame. I think they have a lot more to teach us than, than the other way around in that respect. Cats or, like, professors in general? Or dresses? Or gender roles? I, all of them? I don't know. <laughs> Depends on what you're looking to get, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Do you want my uh, study guide from that class? Oh, um, sure. Thank you. That'd be most helpful. Yeah, fair warning, I did get a B minus, but my speech was two minutes and 45 seconds, so I, I feel like it could help you. That's, that 
sounds like it probably could. I appreciate it. She swings like a beat up backpack that's like duct taped to cover a bunch of holes um, that just has a big patch in uh, orcish that you don't understand on it. Mm -hmm. um, digs around in it and pulls out like a beat up like folder um, with some kind of like weird rainbow monkey thing printed on the front. And she goes, ignore the folder. It was my younger sister's. And then I just. I understand. <sighs> I do think yeah. it's. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's better than than buying a whole new one just because. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's Louisa Hank. She um, stop it. <laughs> she pulls out uh, like a several pieces of paper stapled together that like clearly have like coffee on them and stuff, and kind of almost she like walks up to you, almost tosses it at you, and goes, "Okay, good luck with your very boring speech." Thank you. I'm sorry you found it boring. I'll certainly try and make it more interesting and shorter i didn't think it was boring but i think your friend did so i i understand that too um i just i feel like you got into the whole bag of holding thing and you didn't talk about like the function of the bag of devouring as a pocket dimension and i just felt like you kind of neglected that so that's something i would add in oh um certainly i i thought i thought that that would have added even more time somehow. Um, but I'm I'm sure I can figure out a way to include it all. Yeah, you'll, I mean, you'll figure it out. And if not, Stitches will just jump up and interrupt you. He's pretty good at that. I, I, I'm sure, I'm, I, I know he is. Um, okay, oh, and page three has my rules for how to trim down a speech, so. Good okay, luck, kid. You. What's thank your you. name? Vesper. Cool. Um, could I, is there anything you'd like as, as thanks? I, I, I could mend your bag. She rolls her eyes, uh, laughs a little bit, and walks away and says, nice to meet you, Vesper. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, as she walks away, Helga emerges um, from behind one of the bookshelves, drying, drying her hands on her pants, and goes... Um, I'm so sorry. I uh, kind of forgot that I have, um, a, there's a set thing and, uh, they sort of make all of us build it so that we don't have to have like a specific crew for that. So I gotta, I gotta yeah. go. No, of course. Um, good luck. I hope it's, uh, hope it's straightforward. Oh, thank you. And, uh, good luck with your speech, Vesper. Thank you. Um, ha have a good day, Helga. Oh, you too, Vesper. And uh, you shoot me another text if you ever want to hang out again. I will. Yeah, okay. Bye. Bye. She kind of grabs her bag and, and heads out of the library. I start perusing uh, the handout, the guide, the study guide. Um, there's a lot of, like, good information in here. You definitely find that the sticky note on page three with the rules for cutting down... Uh, speeches is the most helpful mm -hmm. unfortunately it seems like whoever this person was who gave it to you is a little bit more blunt than you are mm -hmm. the rules are things like delete every second word <laughs> um throw away the middle 16 index cards <laughs> realize simply no one finds you as interesting as you do oh my god and finally, when in doubt, just talk really fast. 
<laughs> I, 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 I copy them over and like into my notebook um, <laughs> so that I can return it with the post-it. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I guess I start, I don't take out the second words or at least that's not where I start, but I'll take out like so the, some of the middle index cards and I'll, I'll just like look at that and be like, I just kind of think to myself, I'm the only one who has to find it interesting. I'm the one who has to talk about it. <laughs> I love that. All right, Vesper, uh, you get some studying done leading up to midterms. Uh, we're going to move on here to Stacy. Uh, Rosalie, you return to campus. Get back into your room with Essie. It is once again an L all day, every day sleepover with your best friend. And uh, some new friends, uh, Macbeth and Strahd, settle very well into their new home. Uh, you lay out some a, a dog bed in the middle of the floor. Well, you don't put it in the middle of the floor. Essie puts it underneath their bed, and Macbeth promptly drags it to the middle of the room. You discover that uh, when Essie is out of the room, Macbeth likes to lie there and stare at the door waiting for Essie to oh. come back. Rosalie... Strahd, meanwhile, turns out to be a handful and a half, but you soon discover that he, she fits perfectly into your sort of little beaded side bag that you like to wear. Um, and oftentimes you open the bag up and find her asleep on top of your favorite romance novel at any given moment. Currently, I believe you are reading a new series, correct? Yes, Fairy Fire. Uh, <laughs> it's for our book club. <laughs> So, uh, Rosalie, is there anything specific you want to get done before midterms? Before midterms, um, all of my plans include Essie, every single one of them, before, after, and during midterms. So, uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Essie, you're going to have to do some role play earlier than expected. <laughs> um, so, I will probably want to study. I'll probably open the invite to Vesper um, and potentially Ian, but it's more for Vesper and Essie because of practical casting but um it's also more of the fact i am bringing packing my uh sylvan one for dummies and sylvan 101 books and um i'll tech text a group chat to be like study date at uh at harry's question mark uh as he responds with like the emoji with two stars in its eyes <laughs> <laughs> Ian responds a small paragraph that says, oh, hell yeah, I need to get that drink again. Also, this place is so quiet. Also, I think Aspen misses Harry. Ian's texting all of this from the library, like, why is it so quiet here? <laughs> is it, like, multiple messages? <laughs> Probably, like, message after message after message. Every like, sentence is a new one. Like, yeah. also sent. Why is it so quiet? Sent. Yeah. <laughs> question mark, question mark. Um, I, uh, first, I first answer Ian in the, like, in the, in the thread and just go, because it's a library. And then, um, sure, just name the time. Okay. Um, how does uh, I'm more of a night studier. So how how does more of like seven thirty sound? Question mark. Okay, seven thirty call time. 
Yeah. Yeah. LOL. Thumbs up. (laughs) Um. And yeah, can can we be at the? I assume Essie and Rosalie probably go together, being roommates. Yeah, Essie and Rosalie, uh, you walk to the uh, to the Eclipse, the Eclipse Cafe. It's kind of a long walk. Yeah, but like. It's not quite sunset when you start your walk, so it is, like, quite nice. Um, It gets dark, and Rosalie casts a little spell, and you have, like, a little safe orb of light drifting along next to you. Uh, Your dog, uh, Macbeth, joins you, and Strahd presumably rides along with you, Rosalie, um, in your bag. Ian, uh, you and Vesper um, get on your bike, Vesper in the sidecar with Aspen, and uh, you on the actual seat. Did did this go to the uh, party group text or to the book club group text? Party group che- uh, text. Um, I think I will specify, though, it is for um, I'm studying for practical casting and for anyone who wants to learn Sylvan. So, Fleur, would you want to come or do you think that you'd be like, eh, not really? I think Fleur would probably say, with peace and love, that sounds like hell, uh, but I'll come for a hot chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Then Fleur can also probably join uh, me and Essie because we're just right across. Yeah, Yeah, Fleur walks with you all as well. It is like, it's one of those like last nice fall days, you know, when you can feel that chill in the air and you know winter is just around the corner. Mm -hmm. But right now it is just crisp enough to be refreshing, but not so cold Mm. that you feel like you need to actually wear a jacket. You all walk along together, uh, flirt. Macbeth seems just like very interested in you in general. And you realize that uh, he's just like in perfect lockstep, uh, halfway between you and Essie. Um, Strahd, meanwhile, is again, snoozing in your bag. Ian and Vesper pass by you on the motorcycle, and Ian slows down just enough to yell, Ha you there! <laughs> I hate are you, there Ian. Seat belts in the sidecar? Absolutely there are. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Drive you safety. know that Ian installed, like, a dog seatbelt in there, but there's also, like, a little person seatbelt. <laughs> okay, good. Um... So you all arrive at Eclipse Cafe. Ian and Vesper, you get there first. Uh, The moment you walk in, Harry is out from behind the counter, picking Aspen up in his arms and cradling this giant dog like a little baby. Um, Aspen is just making like happy, playful dog noises, wagging his tail. And uh, Harriet behind the counter, who appears to be doing some kind of homework, looks up and uh, goes, oh, hi. Um... You guys are, are Rosie's friends, right? Mm-hmm. Well, good it's to see you again. good to see you again. Hi, um, I'm going to make your drink from last time if that's okay. Oh my gosh, yes, you my please. mind. Thank Sounds you. so delicious. Perfect. Who's the girl? I, the, blonde, the blonde girl. I'm Fleur. I'm Ian's my twin. I was having an allergic reaction. A really bad one. It wasn't great. And it <laughs> wasn't a pineapple, weirdly enough. Shockingly. Who knew, right, Ian? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harriet. It's okay. I get I, allergic reactions when I eat onions and grapes. Not together, like individually. Yeah. That, I would definitely have had a few questions if you ate them together, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. What do you have like a drink order I can get started for you? What is like, do you have hot chocolate? Yes, we have hot chocolate. I would love a hot chocolate. Do you want like a syrup in there or something? I can make you something that like do you want like a syrup in there? Yeah. Do you want like a surprise? Like, like I can make you kind of like a surprise hot chocolate. I, I would love a surprise hot peppermint. chocolate. I don't know if you like that flair. I want to try mine if you'd want it. I, I want to try Vespers, but then I also want a surprise from you. Okay. Okay. Got I got special, it. Special, huh, Fleur? Of course. Um, Essie and Rosalie and Fleur, when you all walk in, uh, Harry immediately sets down Aspen to pick up uh Macbeth and just like holds Macbeth in the air like someone playing with a baby and just goes up and down as Macbeth like wags and barks at him <laughs> um so you all want to get some studying done you kind of you choose a table sort of in one of the corners by one of the large uh walls of books uh there's like a little reading lamp hanging from the ceiling that casts everything with this beautiful yellow glow and as night falls outside you all get started on some studying is there anything you want to talk about while you're here uh, um i'm going to start correcting Essie's pronunciation it's vertilium not not fertilia it's a different word vertilium i'll be off book soon i i promise <laughs> okay okay uh, can, can you say the sentence again i'll say it uh in common and then i need you to repeat it in sylvan <clears throat> okay <clears throat> he and as she's saying this uh rosalie's just gonna look at um kind of glance at ian who's probably studying I'm like, he has golden eyes and a warm heart. <laughs> uh, Essie's gonna reply back in probably very broken Sylvan. Uh, she stares into his golden eyes and wants his warm heart. And I, <laughs> maybe some mistranslation there. <laughs> Ian like leans forward for a second and he's like, you know what's weird? When I look at the pages, I have no idea what it says, but when you say it out loud, I feel like I understand everything. And then, like, awkwardly looks from Essie to, to Rosalie. Lauren locks eyes with Ian. He just mouths, you don't understand. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't I understand Sylvan, Ian. <laughs> what, Pip? Oh, I was gonna say, I'm probably, like, scribbling down what rosalie says but in more of a like trying to pattern find like the etymology of the words to understand where they come from uh rather than whatever it is they're talking about. whatever that is thing that like when you learn latin from knowing spanish you're like mm -hmm. okay so this kind of sounds like this so you're like yeah all right i know elvish and this kind of sounds like this so it might mean this like, yeah you are connecting some dots. They're maybe not connecting as quickly as other people, but you're having the time of your damned life. This mm -hmm. is like a linguistics logic puzzle and you are having a good time. Uh, you all sit there. Harriet brings around uh, everyone's drinks. Most of you get what you got last time. Vesper, you still get a chamomile tea and a hot chocolate with peppermint. Lovely. Um, Fleur, you get a hot chocolate. But first of all, on top, there is this just like giant mountain of what appears to be fresh whipped cream mm -hmm. topped with like a caramel sauce. Yep. And as you take a so sip, you realize that this is in fact a salted caramel hot chocolate. Delicious. Divine. 
Blair takes a sip and looks at Harriet. Says, this is the best hot chocolate I've ever had in my life. I want you to know that. Thank you. And then she leans over to Rosalie and goes, Rosie. Yeah. Yeah. Your friend is really pretty. Do you think she told me where she shops? (laughs) You know, I think she would really like that. Uh, She, I think, you know, uh, don't tell her this, but I think she might be more lonely than she is right now. <laughs> oh, so I should tell her that she's really pretty and I want to know where she shops? Yeah, I think she'll really appreciate a shopping buddy right now more than <sighs> ever. <laughs> Blonde girl, Floor. Hi. I think you're really pretty and I oh, want to know where you. you shop. Oh, gosh. And then Fleur just, like, starts listing off several stores. She's, like, And this girl who's about 20. 20 years old is, like, <laughs> writing it down <laughs> on her paper. Yeah. Really yeah. You just say yeah. eternally 20? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, see, Dad? Her parents let her shop at eternally 20. Yes, well, she is an adult, um. and you are a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> it's okay. You'll be able to shop there, like, It'll go faster than you believe. Yeah, our parents didn't let her shop there either at first, so don't worry. I put up a big stink. I definitely broke a few doors. Okay, but (laughs) if you ever have, like, hand-me-downs you want to get rid of, um, if you bring them here, I will give you free drinks. I will absolutely (laughs) bring you any hand-me-downs I have, I promise. And you realize that she's about your height. And uh, so just because you didn't get a description last time, this is a redheaded girl. Um, Like... Probably uh, th- thicker for her age. Probably reminds Flora yeah. a lot of like how she looked as a kid. Yeah, but also in that like really awkward stage of puberty where she's got so she has like a, a little bit of a unibrow, a oh, little yeah. bit of like a mustache, and just like thick hairy legs. But you can tell that this is a girl who's actually very confident in who she is. Yes, uh, she's just a little bit awkward about talking to people she doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh- and after she compliments you, she turns towards Macbeth and whistles, and Macbeth comes sprinting to her and leaps into her arms. Oh! As Rosalie is taking out vocab sheets for Vesper, like, she has different uh, things for each person, because, like, they all want different things. So she kind of, like, looks at Fleur and she's like, you know, she never asked me for her, my hand-me-downs. <laughs> I- Rosalie. With, yeah. with peace and love. I love you. You know that, right? Yeah. We're just you're like almost a whole foot taller than her. <laughs> and like way thinner. But like I have some pre- I think I my sense of style is quite Your sense of style is fantastic and it suits you perfectly. I mean your clothes literally wouldn't fit with peace and love. <laughs> oh, okay. And she says that with peace and love, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just if it wasn't obvious it's with peace and love <laughs> all right P- peace and love um th- i guess that will be our f- the next vocab word uh best <laughs> <laughs> uh, here i got some sheets uh i want you to be able to underline the words uh, maybe not underline the words you don't know in the book but um I'll give you some vocab, beginner vocab, and you can spot it in the book. And maybe uh, okay. that'll be your introduction to it. Maybe you can slowly break off the sentences. We'll we'll start with the intro. Okay, happily. <laughs> <laughs> 
like this is my favorite kind of word search, the only one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> so Vesper, you start to uh, word search from the book that you found last time. If you want to give me a raw intelligence check, I'll let sure. you know how that's going. Oh, pop off. Um, this actually isn't too hard. You're doing your little like etymology thing as you look at, at this vocab sheet. You're sort of picking things out, but you're also writing next to the vocabulary words what the etymology of each word is. And you're yeah. finding it's making each sentence like you don't quite have the operative verbs down, mm -hmm. but you are starting to make sense of each sentence. Um, it's a little hard to differentiate between the tenses, but you're getting there. Nouns are like really helping you out in fact you now realize that the way to say with peace and love in sylvan actually more directly translates to born in spring and summer which you just find fascinating because it's such a cultural anthropology moment for you mm -hmm. you're sitting there having the damn time this is the again the this best word search you've <laughs> ever had yeah um so yeah and uh for you, Ian, um, we're going to be doing something very similar to what Essie's doing, uh, except for I'm going to be talking to you in uh, Sylvan, and I would like you to repeat it back to me in English, perhaps, and then we'll start getting down to the, the actual writing and reading with it. I just oh. want to be able to see how far you know vocab-wise. While and they're doing this, I want Fleur to just kind of lean back. And she sends one text to Cammy's phone. And it just says, uh, I hope you're safe. I know you sent the three, so you have your phone. Please text me anything if you're okay. Not expecting a response, but she sends it. Just as, as they're doing their thing. Roll a D100. Oh, <laughs> this is not what I expected. <laughs> Jenny's like, you sent a text message. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, D100. 94. <sighs> you send that text, kind of flip your phone shut, sit on the table, go back to uh, sort of watching your friends teach each other Sylvan. <laughs> um, you're occasionally chatting with, um, with Harriet, who sort of seems to like hover around you. She's asking a lot of questions about where you get your genes and no. um, how you learn to be a barbarian, stuff like that. And uh, it almost doesn't register to you. There's sort of this like soft lo-fi jazz playing over the speakers, but your phone dings. Fleur picks it up and checks it. There is a new message on your phone from Cammy. Fleur immediately reads it. She's freaking out. She it's didn't expect readable. a response. This what is, is it? a blank text. What? Like just a like just a bubble? Like a it's just it says that you've received a message. It says message received. There's nothing above it. And this is the way that like old flake. Like, because yeah, so Fleur's like, got a razor like, flip phone, so like it's not a little phones, bubble. It's do you like remember a, how, like, how, like, you would get, like, a thing like that said, image. like, it message like received? Yeah. It would occupy the whole, so it's, like, a white. It would occupy the whole screen. It's, yeah. like, a white screen. There's a little bar at the bottom that says message received with a little envelope symbol. And above it says from Cammy. 
there's nothing in, in the text of the message. This is something that, by the way, for those of you who are watching, who are young enough, this is, wasn't really feasible. Yeah. You, you can't just send a blank text. No. Fleur goes, uh, Cammy just texted me. Like Cammy, right. Cammy? And, and Fleur turns her phone around to everyone. It's there empty. is nothing on Fleur's screen. There's not a, there's not a blank text. It's, it's Fleur's screensaver. It's a picture of her, Ian, and Aspen. It seems to be very blurry and taken from a low angle. And when I look at it, I can see it? No, when you turn it back around, it's gone. Um, Are you sure, bud? I am telling you that there was something there. Can I roll a perception on Fleur? Yeah, you can roll an insight. Or an insight. Anyone who wants to roll an insight can. Sure. 22. Essie, um... 22. 21. Okay, so all of you are watching Fleur. There is definitely no text message on her phone. You didn't hear a ding. Um, In fact, you've all been pretty quiet at this point. You're working through, like, worksheets. Uh, Ian, at some point... Rosalie straight up gives you like a crossword puzzle in Sylvan and you are having a really hard time with it. Uh, So you're all kind of quietly studying. Rosalie's got um, her new book open. She's reading it. And uh, yeah, you didn't hear a ding or anything. Really all you heard was Fleur and Harriet in conversation. Fleur, however, does seem convinced that she got a text. You don't think that she's fucking with you or anything like that. I'm telling you it happened. It's gone now. I can't see it. What did it say? Nothing. It was blank. I texted. Listen, okay, sometimes I'll send Cammy a text, you know, because she had her phone on her, right? Like, she sent me the other heart, the other three. So, like, I know she has her phone on her wherever she is. Hmm. And so I texted her and I just said, hey, are you, please let me know if you're okay anyway. Can you send another one? Maybe it'll happen again. Oh, yeah, put it in the middle of the table. Let's see. I I don't want to. Okay, yeah. And Fleur sends another message and says, Cammy, the text didn't stay. Does it bounce back? It does not deliver. Yeah. Vesper, if you want to roll an Arcana check, if anyone here is proficient in Arcana, you can roll an Arcana check. Is this some, yeah, Fleur is about to be like, is this some sort of magic? Because I can't do this. Eleven. Um, Vesper, you're not quite sure what's going on, but you do know that the that phones use what is essentially a limitless sending mm-hmm. spell. Um, this spell allows you to transcribe messages either in the version of like a graphic message, like a text, or in a uh, sound-based message, like a phone call. From what you understand, so long as a sending stone is active, there is no way to disable this spell. They are permanently enchanted. It's not something that can be dispelled with dispel magic. As long as a phone is on Mm -hmm. and within a plane of existence, it will continue to receive messages even when there is no one there to receive them. They are essentially, so a way to think of them in terms of D&D mechanics is that they are unlimited sending stones. Yeah. So do you, do you say all of that to Fleur? Yes, I do. Fleur kind of goes, does that mean that someone just turned Cammy's phone off? It's, it's, I, so, I can't, yeah. 
Vesper, basically what this means is that even when a when a phone is off in this world, it still it delivers. It still, yeah. Deliver. yeah. Which is I like like just like gears turning. Uh right. Since talking with Huck, I was able to get the locate object spell. Have I seen Cammy's phone? Uh, uh, it's it's up close within thirty feet feet at least once. We were sitting, we were sitting together that din that first dinner in the din dining hall. You were. All right, I'm gonna say roll a d100. If you give it get above a ten, you're good. Okay. So there is a nine out of ten chance that this works. Screaming, crying. 45. Yeah! <laughs> Bless up. That okay. said, it is within a thousand feet. So if it doesn't work, understandable. Yeah. But it's within a thousand feet extra planarly. Okay, within a thousand feet extra planarly. Interesting. You told, that's what you told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh... I'm like shitting bricks over here. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm loving seeing this like <laughs> Vesper you cast this spell Cammy's mm -hmm. phone is not within 1000 feet of you okay. however if I remember correctly you learned the version of this spell that is a applied to um, microships mm -hmm. and creatures correct mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to roll an arcana check oh my god we're going to call this a DC 25 to get very specific information. No. A DC 15 to get vague information. Great. Uh, that's another 11. Can I give the help With action? I don't think you'd be able to. You'd have no context. Someone who can cast spells can give a help action. Alternatively. Um, can I use my inspiration? I was going to say, if you have yeah. inspiration, that would be I'm, a better way I, to do it. Yeah. I use my inspiration. Um, give me a moment. Bless you. Bless you, Vesper. Damn, you good, friend. For my roommate. Oh, no! How? That is an eight. I have plus seven to Arcana. That is a critical fail, actually, folks. I know, but... Not meant to be, team. Not meant to be. Oh, yeah, you that can't... is so painful. What you do know is that if Cammy is on this plane, she is very, 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 very far away from you. And if she is not on this plane, she is not within 1,000 feet. Mm -hmm. uh, great. I, I tell uh, Fleur this and I go, I, I'm so sorry that that's about no, as much fine. as I can get. Vesper, I, I didn't even think anything would happen so when I sent that text. I, I didn't think anything would happen. Yeah. And I'm kind of freaked out that it did, but I don't understand why it didn't deliver. And then Fleur kind of just, like, she keeps, like, looking through her phone and, like, all of her texts trying to find the one that was there, probably mm -hmm. to no avail, but she's, like, doing that thing. Yeah. All right, I, Rosalie. I, oh, never mind. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I, uh, but if you'd like to move on, I was going to show Fleur the, uh, the photo if we, if I haven't already. Oh, you can do I, that now. I imagine um, I might have, I might have like already done it, but in case you wanted to. No, you can, you can, you can do it, do it now. It Absolutely. Sure. I go. Oh, I um, I sort of forgot in the uh, 
in the chaos of it all. But when mm-hmm. I when I went to find your stuff, I also found this. I appreciate left. that so much. And and Fleur takes it. It was and the only thing left on Cammy's side of the room. They took everything. You've been in the room, but yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything was got this was under like tucked behind a bedpost. I they must have missed it, but um I think so someone should have it. It's a young Cammy and a young no. person, right? So it's Cammy as old as okay. she is now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, smiling with a little elf girl who looks to be between like human equivalent of three to five years old. Uh, do I recognize you do not. the person? You can do- roll an insight check to yeah. see if Cammy talked about it or see what you notice about this person. Okay. But you do I'm, yeah, I'm going to roll insight then. Previously, you mentioned uh, this is not a character. Dark eyes. Wait, uh, wait. I got a twenty-one. Um, this person has uh kind of hazel brown eyes set above, um, even for a kid, like dark shadows under their eyes, kind of naturally okay. sunken eyes. A thin face, very elven, and kind of mousy brown thin hair that's pulled into two lopsided pigtails she's grinning she's missing a tooth and uh on a 21 you she reminds you very much of someone that you know is it essie or garrett's girlfriend it's essie okay she looks like a tiny version of essie fleur much happier (laughs) yeah blushing um skin is a little bit more tan from the sun uh, freckles all over her face and obviously much younger. Blur goes uh, and flips the picture over to Essie and goes, that looks like you. I thought it looked uh, I'm assuming Essie immediately knows. Oh yeah, Essie, uh, this is this is your half-sister. Uh, that's, that's my sister. What? That's my sister. I mean, half-sister, but yeah. Your half-sister knows Cammy. I didn't know that she did, but I I mean I I don't really see my dad that often. I I what? Uh as he wants to look a little closer. Is there anything in the background of that photo I would recognize? Maybe Absolutely. Roll an insight check just to see how recently you would have had the context for this image. Oh, that's a critical fail. That's Can more. I give help? Yeah, oh, uh, well... Can I use my inspiration? Yeah, I'd say use your inspiration. I don't think that Fleur can help because she's never seen this place before. Oh, true. My favorite new question is going to be, can I ask to help? <laughs> oh, I'm going to start no. just saying no every time. <laughs> <laughs> 19, 19, 19. Okay. You got a 19? hmm Okay, so on a 19, um, it's been a long time since you went to your dad's house. However... You were there um, when your half-sister was about one year old, when you came to meet her for the first time. And you recognize the wood floor and the white walls in the background immediately. This is your father's home. Um, You can see some toys on the floor. You actually recognize a teddy bear that you brought with you, that you'd bought with your very own money that you'd worked, you'd earned at your after-school job lying on the floor in the background, looking very well-loved. 
Uh, Essie is going to uh, step out for a moment and just say, I, I'm sorry, I just, I need a, I need a minute. Give me one second. Um, and this is a long shot. I know it's uh, like email on those flip phones uh, wasn't like super duper common. It costs money to like have on there. Uh, but uh, I do have um, my dad's email from the beginning with the drawing from my sister, right? I want to see if in any of my dad's yeah yeah, email, and I like, will let you use. Sorry, can you repeat that? You you froze oh, for me. Oh, okay, uh, I want to see if uh, I can look through my emails with my dad, like in private, and see if he ever mentioned anything about what I know from Cammy, like her family or her or anything along those lines. Roll a insight check, DC five, because you actually got this information last session, but it was very quick. So I'm not sure if you grabbed it. 18. So you, um, last time you were at this coffee shop, actually, your mother called you. And she had informed you that she would not be available during Harvest Festival. So she had spoken to your father. Mm -hmm. Your father had said that he would be unable to host you for Harvest Festival because he couldn't get a hold of the nanny. As he composes herself, I'm assuming she, she stepped away enough. And yeah, you're comes. you're outside, and yeah. um, outside Harry is like fifty feet away from you, smoking a cigarette, and just like waves at you with like the cigarette hanging out of the corner of her mouth, and is like, "Hey, kiddo, you good? Yeah, Aww. cool. Hi, Harry. Uh, I might be back out here, depending. Um, comes oh. back inside." And uh, goes to Fleur and says, I'm sorry, I... Um, it's fine, don't apologize, you're good. Um, I think my dad mentioned not being able to get a hold of the nanny for okay. my sister. That's a bummer. Um, Ian. I think... It's Cammie! <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) Cammy the nanny. (laughs) That's very... How long has your dad... Okay, I'm probably asking a lot of questions. I'm really sorry. Has your dad mentioned the nanny before? Um, I mean, briefly to my mom, but um, I looked through our emails and stuff, and he didn't mention it directly to me. Okay. Okay. Well, Are you sure. Yeah, I mean, we don't. It's not a whole lot of emails to go through. Yeah, there were like <laughs> six emails, and two no. of them were from like three, three plus years ago. No. So, Essie, I know this might be asking a lot. Um, do you think you could talk to your dad about it? I mean, I could. Um... Technically, but I don't. <sighs> You're really worried about 
her, right? Freaking out, to be honest. And it's her safety. Yes. And it's important. It's very important. I will hold your hand through it if you want. Like literally, I don't know if that would help. Sometimes it helps Ian. I can impersonate you. Don't let him do <laughs> that. On. Actually, don't, <laughs> no. don't let him do that. Here's he going to try. Center stage. <laughs> Lights. Camera. Action. That's for film. I yeah, I was just going to say. So yeah. you all continue with your studying. <laughs> Rosalie, uh, so I'm going to let Essie mull that over for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that might be something that Essie wants to do with some of their time. Uh, Rosalie, is there anything else you wanted to do um, while, while you were here with your friends or, or are you good? Mm, nope. Besides, um, I think... The only other thing was I did have on my list prior to last session invite Essie to the Harvest Festival home for the Harvest Festival. But I believe that was already done. But is Rosalie aware of that? Um, Eugene invited them, but she said that they wouldn't be comfortable with coming unless you were yeah. okay with it. Mm. Okay. And so, yeah, well, Rosalie's just going to bring it up and she'll just be like... Um, all right, Essie, uh, I think I think we're about done for today, but uh, there's one last one that I think uh, it's going to be kind of challenging, but I think maybe you guys will be able to uh, translate it together. And um, she's going to say, I'm going to say it in uh, Sylvan, and you want to see if you can translate it back? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And Rosalie's going to be say in uh, Sylvan, uh, want to come over or yeah sleep over or follow to um for the holidays uh essie will repeat it back like not really registering what it is and then like take a moment oh my gosh rosalie i would i would love to yeah i mean i'm i'm going to something at harry's with your dad um but like you know i I know that's not going to be all week, so I'd love to. Okay, okay. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know what's everything that's going on, but I just feel like it would be more fun, and I'm to have you there, so. Can I bring Macbeth? Is, is that okay? Oh, yeah, that's fine, but we might need to put, like, a little doggy door between, like, uh, Dracula and Macbeth, no. just, just until they get used to each other. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> So you all, you all finish up your studying. You've got uh, some proficiency in Sylvan now. I would say that off of that, I will let you roll a d4 uh, if you hear Sylvan. And on a one, you understand. Um, Vesper, I'm going to say with that, with that 21, uh, mm -hmm. actually, you get a one or a two. Um, Essie, you get a one or a two. Ian, you will always understand it, but on a one, you can read it. Mm. nice um so now we are going to uh, move on to the next person i have on this list i gotta remind myself uh you all kind of wrap up studying you've spent the week doing a lot of things thick what is fleur doing in, in the gear up to midterms yeah so fleur is really struggling with what happened she feels like there was no winning that night 
if she had gone with Cammy, then she wouldn't have been there to protect Ian and her friends. But if she, because she didn't go with Cammy, Cammy got taken. And Fleur's whole thing is that she wants to protect the people that she loves. So she feels like a failure. Um, so she throws herself into her studies. So every spare minute she's doing lacrosse, she's doing her practicing, like she's practicing sparring and all of those things that she's naturally good at. And then she texts Vesper and says, hey, I want to study some history and battle strategy. I feel like the two things cross over kind of because like history had battles. Oh, absolutely. And I think that would help me. So do you want to study together? Absolutely, I would. Um, I'm Sick. happy to. Just tell me. <laughs> I'll be over in five minutes. Great. <laughs> uh, Vesper, five <laughs> minutes later, there is a knock on your door. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I open it up. <laughs> I, Hello. Yeah, Flair stands in the doorway in a pair of flare <laughs> pants. Ian uh, is actually walking Vesper. Um, oh, walking Vesper. Aspen. Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard it's guess. actually Aspen that opened the door. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so you are you're walking <laughs> Aspen around campus right now. Yeah. Great. Do you want to study here, library? What are you comfy with? Up to you. I'm perfectly fine anywhere sick and like Fleur jumps on her brother's bed <laughs> great I'll, I'll a puff of I'll like fur pops up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Fleur goes yeah so like you know I've been practicing all the time and like doing lacrosse and like all that normal stuff but then I was like we have history and then I also have battle strategy mm-hmm. and I feel like it's probably smart for me to learn battle strategy because we're in battles all the time and also I figured that they would go together so I thought we could study and you could help me because you're super smart I'm ha- yeah I'm sure I'm happy to to try to help however I can um is there any chance like is there anything we sort of talked about in history class that might have related or that I might have asked Marius, it's Professor Steele, uh, Professor Copper as a, <laughs> as a fighter. Roll a history check. <laughs> Both I'm of us are just a lot of names. Just now. Vesper, Fleur. You've made it pretty clear you're clueless. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. let Vesper roll this one. <laughs> uh, I got a ten. Can I give the help this time and be like, what yes, about that yes. one battle that we were? You have about a copy last? of the textbook too, yeah. and like okay. you gotta like. Fleur, you did that thing where you went to the bookstore and found the used copy that had the most notes in it that you could right. find? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 21. All right, Vesper, uh, you kind of compare your textbooks. Someone has written a lot in Fleur's margins and about mm-hmm. half are nonsense, but the other half are really helpful. Nice. Um, and yeah, you're able to like dissect a few strategies about um, positioning on the battlefield, especially for like small adventuring parties and mm-hmm. how that compares with like historic attacks in uh, major wars, especially in the history of the Second Great War. Um, You kind of discover that there weren't that many coordinated attacks in the beginning of the Great War until after the uh, fire of Alice Harbor, Mm -hmm. at which point the fighting intensified severely. And that's where you see like the the, uh, casualties peak. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, sure. Can, Can we say I take, I start taking like, like grid or dotted paper and I'm just like visualize like putting them up and visualizing the movements for Fleur. <laughs> Absolutely. You are demonstrating like, and everything. A classic Fleur's really fascinated by this. This is really interesting for her because like she loves fighting and she does want to be better at it. Um 
However, you hit a point where you're not able to really oh, yeah, yeah. glassy a, eyes. a lot of information in a way that seems to click with her. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you want to roll a quick insight check, Vesper? I will yeah. uh, set this at a DC 7. Great. Uh, oh, Fleur doesn't take her inspiration <laughs> from Leon. <laughs> what did you so get? Poorly. You seven. rolled a 7? Yeah. Okay, uh, Vesper, you are watching Fleur's eyes glaze over, and you're getting a little bored too, not because you don't mm-hmm. enjoy lecturing, but... You enjoy lecturing when the other party's engaged and asking mm-hmm. questions. It's part of what makes your relationship with Ian so good is that he just like asks follow-up questions and half the time they don't make any sense, but like he is engaging with what yeah. you're saying. Um, you're noticing that Fleur's having a hard time, even with the visuals. Um, after a while, she starts like twirling her mm-hmm. battle axe around over her head in a way that makes you think she might break things. Mm-hmm. And your eyes slide past her to your bookshelf. Mm-hmm. On your bookshelf, you see a beat-up copy of the player's guide to Fungins and Fragons. And you flash back to a section that has to do with the application of historical battle tactics to the table. Yeah. Uh, And you realize... As you look oh at that God. book, that the very first drop-in meeting of Fungins and Fragons starts in 30 minutes in the student center. I I go, I pull it out, and I try to convince Fleur that this is going to be the best way for her to enjoy this and learn and have fun. Fleur goes, persuasion check. And Fleur, you're going to roll an insight with disadvantage. Okay. Anne's going to be so pissed. Oh, I don't even know if there's a point. 22. Did you get below a 22, Fleur? Yeah, on I accidentally rolled three times. I got a 14, a 10, and a 5. Uh, so. Fleur, yeah, you... <laughs> Vesper has you convinced. You're not really sure oh, yeah. what this is, but what it sounds doing? like I don't know. an A. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sounds like fun. Great. It goes, all right. Um... I guess we walk over. Uh, uh, you head to the Fungins and Fragons Club. Do we see Ian on our way there? You see Ian across the quad. You could probably get his attention by yelling if you wanted to. Fleur yells. But only just to be like, Ian, what's up? You're lame. Love you. Are you going? I, it's called like Fungins and Fragons or something. It's supposed to help me with battle strategy. You'd be bored as hell. I'll text you how it was later. Peace and love. All you hear is Ian cracking up across the quad. <laughs> What's so funny? What's so funny? I'll fight he you. He just dramatically like waves at you like goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Fleur's screaming across the quad. <laughs> uh, so you all, you all, both of you uh, head down the stairs once you get into the student center into the basement. Now, this is one of those like college basements where they have put in those like sunken windows. Mm-hmm. Um, and you find your way to a meeting room on the door of which is a paper sign handwritten that says Fungins and Fragons meeting at six. Great. Uh, we walk in. <laughs> you push yeah. open the door and sitting at the table uh, in the middle of the room are two people. The first is the uh, handsome elf that uh, our dear friend Vesper described as, I think, very uh, for gender. lack of a better uh-huh. descriptor, very gender. Mm-hmm. Elf? Oh, okay. Was it an ASMR? It was an ASMR. I, it, was, ASMR? it was an ASMR, thank yeah. you. I was like, they definitely weren't human. Um, yeah, no, they were, <laughs> but they were very gender. 
Abwin smiles at you. Abwin smiles at you and goes, you made it. I did. And, and I you brought, brought a friend. You brought a friend. Thank you. Hi. I brought a friend too. Oh, hello. What's your name? I'm Fleur. What's yours? Ah, very nice to meet you, Fleur. My name is Albwin, Aguaforn, but um, you can call me Albie if you want. Sounds good I to me. That. I love that. And um, this is my friend, Luna. And uh, seated next to Albie, uh, like holding a copy of uh, the, the player's guide, kind of flipping through it with a bored look on, look on her face, mm -hmm. is a uh, half-orc woman. She's got sort of her hair shaved at the sides, um, a long braid down her back, uh, a like rolled up t-shirt and a pair of jeans, a pair of like, we're gonna call them leads in this universe, uh, mm -hmm. kind of slide on mm -hmm. lace up shoes. Mm -hmm. And uh, Vesper, this time she has something you did not see before, which is a pair of like reading glasses perched on her nose. She looks up and she goes, Vesper. Vesper's friend. Fleur. Hi. Nice to meet you, Fleur. You too. Are you in? Thank Do I TA your barbarian class? Oh my god, you do. Nice. Nice. Um, I I can take the the chance to um to to give back the study guide. So I say thank you so much for this. It was very helpful. Um I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no problem. I honestly didn't expect this back, but Oh, I because I it I was helpful from right, but maybe someone yeah. else might need it. For sure, definitely. She like kind of just, just like shoves it back into her backpack <laughs> and goes, so uh, have either of you played this before? No, I learned about it five minutes ago. And well, I have what about read the rule book several times, but I have not yet played. Yeah, well, it's nice that they have like clear set out rules, but part I of it is imagination, it. you know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, Fleur, it's super easy. You just choose a combat class and then okay, you sick. do a build. And um, today I think we're just running like what combat looks like. So that's exactly what I wanted, actually. Mm -hmm. We were studying yeah. battle strategy and it seemed we might need something more engaging. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've graded your quizzes, I know. Hey, I, I'm good at swinging the axe. I'm no, I know you are very good at swinging the axe. I just thank you. I am no. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm kind of brutally honest. I have a hard. It's time all good. Reading when I shouldn't be. I just kind of feel like honesty is the best policy and preserving cool. people's feelings. And for the sake of it, doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily my vibe, but. Well, it's, each their own. It's just it's hard to predict what's going to hurt someone's feelings because no, I say things that I feel like I would be fine with having said to me, and then it's a little bit hard to. But like I get it. I just, I'm not offended. Yeah. I just yeah. I'm not offended. Don't worry. Okay. Um, Albie is watching I, this I, whole I, exchange very interested, and then like occasionally peering down at yeah, you. I lean in and like in a mock whisper, like behind, mock behind a hand. I go, "That's what detect thoughts is for." Uh, Albie looks up, looks up at you and is like, and Luna looks at you, narrows her eyes and goes, I know three spells and two of them 
are just different ways to hit things with a, a hammer. The third one There's is a message. spell for that? No. Oh. No. I'm sorry. Sarcasm is hard for me, too. I understand. It's, the dots of they are connecting. Yeah. It just, I kind of feel like before I enter into every social conversation, I wish that someone would just, like, hand me a list of things that they don't want me to bring up or, like, and it would just make the whole thing a lot easier, you know? It really would. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, do you need dice, Fleur? Yeah. She uh, reaches into her bag, pulls out, like, a what looks to be, like, a sealed plastic bag just full of, like, varying sizes, shapes, and colors of dice. She pulls out, like, a handful, kind of picks through them, and hands them to you. Um, they are all, like, a deep, sparkly blue. Ooh. Oh, these are pretty. Thank you. I, I make, make them. them. You make them? Yeah. That's, That's really so cool. cool. That's super cool. Albie is again just like watching this whole conversation <laughs> grinning and they go, she's pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah. Very talent, very talented. Yeah, she's um she's she's my roommate. Oh. Lucky. Yeah, no she um she set me up with my girlfriend. Luna's like Matchmaking queen. No, I got into an argument with the girl who became oh. my girlfriend, and then Albie had to come over and break it up. And then um, they flirted with her for like two hours, and I went outside and read a book. I yeah, would be the I one do- flirting. Albie, I'd be the one flirting. I'm, I'm with you. Albie yeah. gives you like a little wink. <laughs> I have to do that before, like in the 10 minutes before every history class, and I look at flirt. Yeah, I know. Sorry, but also not sorry. Albie looks between all of you and goes, okay, so the rules. Yes. Um, you can have my copy of the rule book. I don't actually need it. I do have Thank it all you. memorized, so that's for you. Um, I have circled some of my favorite stuff, so just gold pen. You see the gold pen? That's where you should go because those okay. are the easiest ones. Okay. Um, we're going to start with the basic formation on the board. Just choose like a mini that really speaks to you and we'll go from there, Okay. And you all uh, sort of choose minis. Nice. You roll a couple dice. A few hours pass. You definitely do see some like battle strategies come to life. You realize that Luna seems to be really into applying like historical battle strategies to this game. Um, and even if this game doesn't have any magic in it, still seems to be able to replicate effects of uh, tactical movements. Nice. Um, the session starts to wind down. Uh, Albie pulls out a like pack of packaged snacks and gives each of you like a packaged snack cake oh, with a little you. post-it note on it with uh, their number. That's like, okay, so just text me. Oh, okay, so just text me with your name, your number, whatever, and um, I'll get like a group text going, and we can do this again. And Luna's like, yeah. Luna, meanwhile, has taken the mini and is, like, looking at it and is like, this armor is very unrealistic. <laughs> yes, I will join the, the group text. I'm so in. Vesper, do you want to do this again? Absolutely, I do. Hell and yeah. Thank you for inviting. I'm glad I came to your stand. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you came too, Vesper. Um, I only, I know I seem very confident, but I only, like, picked up this group this year after the last leader kind of graduated and we've been looking for new people to join. So thank you for coming. Of course. 
Fleur hands back the dice to Luna and says, uh, thanks for lending these to me. Uh, I guess I'll see you next session. But if you've got any tips or tricks for me, for, you know, I don't know what's coming, let me know. You can keep the dice. And um, thank you. You close your eyes when you swing your axe and it decreases your accuracy. Okay. You just need to like not be, sometimes you're going to get blood in your eyes and it's just how it is. I got to come to terms with that. Yeah, that's a really good point. You can also wear goggles. We had that's a girl not, last year who would wear no. sport goggles. I got to say, I'm not going to do that. Imagine a band around my hair. It simply wouldn't work. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, accessibility no, an option. is important. In I get it. So, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. So keep your eyes open. Okay. And um, if you want to spar sometime, I could give you a reduced price on tutoring because um, I don't have a lot of friends. And cool. she like stands up, uh, pats Albie on the head and goes, it was good to see you again, Vesper. You too. Thank you again. Of course. I like your t-shirt. And she like walks out of the room. <laughs> And Albie goes, so Fleur. Yes. I think my friend thinks your your short friend is very cute. Albie, I was thinking the same thing. She doesn't say anything to anyone except for you. And she thought that you might pay her. Right. Which is fair. And also she's my TA. So she had already spoken to me before, albeit briefly. Yes. We spoke well. to her in the library before. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. And Fleur looks at Albie. What was she doing in the library? Oh. She has to get tutoring. For? Oh. Actually, you don't have to answer that. That's, I, I, she's if she wanted to tell me, she's taking me. an introduction to casting courses and she's Good having a really hard time. And I tried to help her, but then, you know, sorcerer is going to sorcerer and she threw something in <laughs> my head. So. i'm i'm sure when we get the group chat or something i i'm happy to offer um i did i did ask if there was anything i could do to help her because she gave me her study guide but she left before really answering my question they lean forward and like reach out their hands and gently set them on your hands Mm -hmm. and you look into their eyes and they like shine with like the cosmos and the universe as they look deep into your soul and say, sometimes, Vesper, people hate asking for help. And also, I love her. She's kind of a bitch. <laughs> and they, li- they let go of her hands and go, okay, so I will see you all next week. I will text yeah. everyone, see what day works for you. And okay. if you have any questions, just let me know, okay? Thank you. Thank it was you, wonderful to meet you, Fleur. Vesper, yeah, you it was too. wonderful to re-meet you. I love your little hat, yeah. by the way. Not Thank my you. gender, but definitely a gender that I, I just wanted to let you know that I see mm-hmm. and I respect. I've gotten, you know? yeah. I've got I've also gotten very into um cravats recently. Cravats. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'm leaving. Cam knows what uh, they look at you for a moment, take the rest of the snack cakes, put them in their bag and go, interesting. I'll see you the next week. And uh, 
just like very elegantly step through the wall and appear on the other side of the wall. You recognize that they've cast Misty Step. Yeah. God, that's so cool. Very cool. They, I, I, they look much cooler doing that than I do. <laughs> no, you look pretty cool. Everyone being obsessed with Vesper. <laughs> I love it. Vesper's a babe magnet. I love it. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I was like, you think Fleur's gonna have the only love triangle? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. wants a piece of Vesper. Yes. Luna, TBH, hug. hug. I love it. I love it. I love it. Probably Ian a little bit. He's obsessed with his ruby. (laughs) Vesper's like tutoring sessions are all full because they're all just like, I need some tutoring. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let Chidiana Gonye just with the chalkboard. Oh my god! That is your energy. That is your energy. Um, So you guys wrap wrap up your game of Fungens and Fragons. Next up in the lineup for uh, downtime activities is Cam. Cam, is there anything Essie is doing? Um, so I think probably Essie uh, takes some time training Macbeth, but we don't necessarily have to role play that out. Okay, um, if you want to just give me an animal handling check. Yeah. And if I you get Ian to help you, you can have it with advantage. Ian, want to? I'm happy to help you because that may or may not have been on Ian's list too. There you go. (laughs) Slightly different, but. (laughs) Okay. Not great. The first one was a six. The second was a 21. Okay, with a 21, um, Macbeth will now, uh, still doesn't like attack on command. Like you tried to get him to train with Aspen a little bit. And he was just like, like they would just play and not listen to you. Like you couldn't get them to play fight on command, which kind of makes you think that you're not going to be able to command like an attack action in battle mechanically. Um, however, you have discovered that using a series of commands analogous to come, sit and stay, uh, aside from come, sit and stay, you can get Macbeth to blink Ooh. forward, blink backwards, and take a dodge action. And I please, please make those commands. Uh, <laughs> upstage oh. left, upstage right, downstage left. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and and find your light will be the dodge. <laughs> Good bye. Yep. Find your shooting. light. <laughs> that just took me back a decade. That took me back a decade to people saying that to me. I'm Come watching on. Pippin go, God, I said that to someone three weeks ago. <laughs> Oh my god, beautiful. I just picture Macbeth and Aspen like blinking at the same time, and then Macbeth keeps going, and Aspen's just like, okay. Yeah, that's the thing is that Aspen gets like 500 feet away, and then Macbeth just blinks there periodically in intervals <laughs> of 30 feet. <laughs> so uh, you definitely train train uh, Macbeth, and you see some some real uh, some real development there. What else do you do, Essie? Um, I also would like to uh, go to Stitch's office hours, um, if I can, uh, specifically for, I'm in three of his classes, so <laughs> um, kind of everything, but also uh, I, I have a, some, some non-class related stuff to pick his brain about. Absolutely. Uh, so you go to Stitch's office hours. Um, the door is closed. But there is a sign on it that just says, please knock. 
sound effect. Come in. I can't open the door. I have little paws and no thumbs. Uh, Who's hi? You open the door and you see a regular-sized desk with a regular-sized chair behind it. And on the desk, someone has placed a cat bed in which Stitches is, like, half asleep with his little tail over his nose. And he's looking at you like, hmm. Eyes narrowed. Uh, hi, Professor. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you from your cat nap. Um, sorry. I don't know if that's appropriate to say. <laughs> Sometimes the funniest jokes are not appropriate, but you have to make sure that they don't further any kind of harm that's done to a community. Noted. Um, I was just hoping to get a little bit of tutoring in um, introduction to artistry, um, speech and debate, and and maybe creative writing as well. I've been speaking with... um, Dr. Motley, uh, the author. Dr. Eugene Motley? Yeah. Uh, he's my roommate's dad. He's um, something of a pretentious prick, but he is very well-versed. Just, they I use a lot of superfluous language. There's a lot of allegory and metaphor that's really unnecessary. I haven't noticed his daughter do it at all, though, so that's impressive. Oh, yeah. Rosalie is quite to the point, and... They definitely do. Um, they're a bit poetic. <laughs> a bit poetic. That's kind of an understatement. But whatever. Go on. Sorry, I interrupted you. You want tutoring? Have you talked to the tutoring department? Um, well, I did speak a little bit with uh, Rosalie regarding like learning Sylvan and stuff. But I actually, um, I've been writing stuff down and I, you know, autobiography. But really, at this point, it's it's more of a diary. <laughs> um and I know that the final, the, the midterms are coming up and then the final, and I was hoping you could read a little bit. Stitches uh, stands up onto four legs, stretches, arching his back, and then stands up onto two legs, crosses his arm and goes, yeah, I'll read it. What do you have? How long is it? Is it hard? Is it, did you use a lot of words? Um... You know my rule, cut out every second word. I know. I tried to use them sparingly. Uh, you know, it was tough at first. I will not lie. The beginning is very flowery, um, but I, I think it it'll work well. I tried to write it like it was meant to be spoken, like it was a conversation. Okay, I I like that that writing style. It's a little bit more like a stream of consciousness, but there is a degree of editing that you get that you don't get in stream of consciousness because when we speak, right, we don't say everything that we're thinking or else, you know, I would be talking to you and being like, catnip, catnip. <laughs> My neighbor Susie's cat is in heat and it's very distracting. Um, Sorry, what's going on? Sorry, I didn't, I wasn't expecting to hear about your love life. Um. Oh, she's, she's too interested. She, she's, she's too interested in the tomcat down the block. Um, <laughs> something about something, something, you know, uh, yeah, I get you know, that. my lifespan is longer, but he's got some stuff that I don't have going on. If you catch my drift. I don't, but <laughs> I have a feeling I shouldn't. Okay. Just tell me about your, um, yeah. Um, well, part of it was, uh, actually a question about 
what you knew about my dad. Um, oh, Abner been, Juniper? Y- yeah. Um, okay, what do you want to know? Well, I haven't seen him a lot, um, but I've been writing about him a lot and my mom and my friends. And, um, you know, when I'm talking about having writing, like I'm having a conversation, it's, it's really, um, it's like a scene that never happened, but I wanted it to. Okay. And, I mean, it's, you know, my dad better than I do. <laughs> so I wanted to see if it's, um, if it's accurate to him. Uh, Stitches uncrosses their arms and kind of like makes grabby paws at the uh, at the book. Um, they like kinda, he like kind of flops it onto the desk and then gets down on all fours and begins to read it with his little nose touching the paper, skimming along. And um, you watch as he flips through the pages and then he shuts the book and sits on it, looking up at you, Miss Hepburn. Yeah, I'm a little scared of what you're going to say because, um, you know, I know that the first day of class, I didn't exactly give the best impression. <laughs> sit down. Or... You sit down um, and he looks at you and there's something very strange about this creature because he is a cat. This is very much just a house cat that somebody cast some kind of spell on that he cannot get rid of. Uh, everything about him is very animalian. There's not a lot of humanity behind his eyes usually. When you see him, he watches you with the judgmental gaze of a predator that 10,000 years ago would have eaten you whole. But as you look at his eyes, you see that maybe that magic did give him a spark of understanding for the human, or in this case, the elven experience. Stories ultimately aren't about telling them to someone else. They're about telling them to you. So it doesn't matter if that's what your dad would say, because this isn't a story for someone who knows your dad. It's a story for someone who doesn't, right? It's a story for you. So I think it's beautiful. I, uh, Sorry, the professor next door is an awakened dog, and he makes my life a lot harder. <laughs> I, I, I've heard Paladin that professor. all the time. Yeah. 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 Um, I, uh, I just don't want to get too lost in the wish fulfillment, you know? <laughs> I appreciate you um, taking time to read my stuff. I know that it. Miss was- Hepburn. Don't be asked by whether or not you get lost in the wish fulfillment. Part of imagination is being able to see things that don't happen for what they could be. So, and he kind of sighs and um, moves into sort of a jump position and goes, may I? He jumps into your lap and kind of like curls up and uh, looks up at you with kind of big 
round green eyes and goes, You are smart and talented. More, I know I've said this before, but you are far more talented than your mother ever was at your age, even sober. And your father was a, is a very smart and talented man, but he, he's a good director. He's a good producer. He is a terrible father. You seem to be an okay kid. And um, I would be happy to read the rest of where this story goes, but um, I don't think I'm the person to give you feedback on this. And uh, he stands up again and kind of moves over to his desk and paws at a drawer until it slides open, sticks his nose in. You can hear him licking something and comes back up with a business card stuck to his tongue that he then turns and like points in your general direction. Thank you. I'll grab it from his tongue. And if you Put want your mouth. <laughs> feedback on maybe how this conversation should go, if you have it, um, that's the number of the cleric who runs the counseling center, and she is very good. I would recommend just meeting with her a couple times. Tell her Stitches sent you. She makes a good tea, and uh, she's not very good at the game of chess. <laughs> I'll let her know. Thank you, by the way. I, you know, I, I've really learned a lot more about stuff from you, like storytelling and, and theater, even though you aren't a director or anything, than, I mean, I ever did from people who are <laughs> really there. Yes, well... That's the nice thing about getting older, isn't it? Um, you get to choose who teaches you those lessons. Yeah. I have, um, I have a phone call to make, so I'm afraid I have to head out. But um, come back for office hours again? Of course, yes. Um, just, again, make sure you knock. And uh, next time, if you could bring some fresh and crispies from the... Uh, the convenience store, they come in a little bag. I like the salmon flavor. Gotcha. Yeah. No worries. Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll head out and uh, Essie is going to uh, go to the theater, um, make sure that Helga and Eclair Papillon and, um, oh, what was his name? Elijah Davis. Like, anybody isn't there uh, and just sit in the wings and call her dad <laughs> all right uh roll a d6 <laughs> does the answer let's see how it goes three all right the phone rings several times so many that you think that he's not going to pick up and then there's a click at the end of the line this is Abner Juniper. How can I help you? Hi, uh, Dad. It's it's me. It's Esther. Oh, hello, Esther. Oh. Um, I I just wanted to call really quick and uh, ask you just a a couple of questions. Um, do you know uh, 
a girl about my age named Cammy. Um, I know a Camilla. Yeah, Camilla. Um. Yeah, she was your sister's nanny. Are you? I. 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 Who are you? Ta- are you? Ta- is that oh Cammy? Did God. you find? Did you find Cammy? Dad, oh. we have. The- <sighs> I'm sorry. I. Your sister is. That's that's okay. I get it. Um, is, is that did they did they find Cammy? Is Cammy coming back? I'd did you find Cammy? I'd you love can- to talk to her if you if you're busy right now and you need to get something done. I can talk to her and occupy your time for a little bit. Esther, I don't want to ask that of you. She's quite. She's. <laughs> and you hear the little girl like excitedly breathing during the like little kid like hey, 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 on the other end of the phone and he goes I need you to calm down this isn't acceptable you need to be quiet dad is on the phone right now I'm, so- uh, I'm sorry dad I'm gonna beat I'm so- his ass I'm sorry no need to apologize sit down children should be hurt seen and not heard I hate him sorry Esther what was the question um I just wanted to see if uh, you knew where Cammy went, or Camilla, um, if she'd contacted you or anything. No, we haven't heard from Camilla. We had a call from the police department to see if we'd heard anything about her, and we did not. Are you, as, who are you talking? I am talking to Esther. I'd, I'd really can like I to can I talk to Abber? Can I talk to Abber? Oh, fine. You can talk to her, but we will be dropping her off at her piano lesson soon. So make it quick. I will. Don't worry. I, I remember how important those are. Um, you hear like the pat of little feet coming up to the phone, and a little Ether. Hi, hi. I I forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> and I mm. can't find it in my notes. I've been trying to find it in my notes. Wait, I, have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. I just wrote it down. Let's it's, see. Uh, I think it's like Carla. 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 Okay. There we go. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Carla. Hi, Carly. Hi. Hi, Uppy. Hi. I miss you. I lost a tooth. You lost a tooth? Three days ago, I lost the tooth. Oh my gosh. Did the tooth fay come? No, the toothpaste hasn't come yet, but I'm still hoping. Okay. Dad says the toothpaste isn't real, and then it's dumb and babyish to believe in it. But that's because <sighs> you know, dad, dad doesn't know the toothpaste like I do. Yeah, you know, Dad can be really silly sometimes. Yeah, and uh, I think it's—I bet you the toothpaste is just running a little bit late. But I think that the toothpaste will definitely come. I'll yeah. make sure next time I visit. Do you want to? You want to know a secret? Mm-hmm. I think I think that the Tufei got confused and thought I was living with my mom and my dad, and so they went to my mom's house. And when I wasn't there, they just they left they left my gift there instead of at dad's house because they thought that I would be with mommy because mommy loves me. But instead, I'm with dad, and dad doesn't really even like me. Oh my god! So, oh my god! Dad and. Uh... 
your mom aren't aren't living together anymore? No, mommy moved out like six months ago. She keeps saying I can come live with her soon, but she's having some trouble finding jobs because daddy did something called backmisting back her in the in the in the industry. Yeah, I I know what daddy does there. Um. Yeah, mommy said that that daddy did that to your mommy too, and she didn't think that daddy would do that to her because daddy said that he loved her. But it turns out that daddy's really mean to mommies. You know, he's kind of nice to Carly's sometimes, but he's very strict. Daddy can be can be really mean sometimes, but you know, you always got me, and I do. I'll take care of you. Yes, Abby, when are you coming to visit? I miss you. Can you come for my birthday? You know what? Yeah. I'll take you out for ice cream for <gasps> my birthday. You're going to take me hiking? Yeah. We're for my birthday? And we can get your favorite flavor. <gasps> get mint chocolate chip. We can get mint chocolate chip? Yeah. <laughs> I with, think you with promised. Sprinkles? With, with sprinkles? Of course, with sprinkles. With rainbow sprinkles. <gasps> rainbow sprinkles. I love you. I love you, Abby. Hey, um, Carla. Yeah. I want to ask you something, okay? Okay. Is it a secret? I'm really good at secrets. It's it is a secret, okay? And normally you should never keep secrets. It should only be surprises. I but, know. But I know, but one... what the pretty lady who lives behind Dad's house in in the fountain, she said that that sometimes secrets are really important. Like I'm not supposed to tell anyone that she well, that she exists, but you can't. You won't tell anyone, Abby, right? Behind yeah. Dad's house. Yeah, behind yeah. Dad's apartment in the in the fountain, the fountain that that comes out of the ground with all the moss and the sometimes there's fishes in it and um and it's like it's like it's like right on it's like right on the forest and it's where the pretty lady lives. But sometimes you can't see her because she's made out of water magic. Does the fountain? When you touch the water, does it make you feel really good, really happy? Yeah, it tastes good. It tastes like it tastes like mint chocolate chip ice cream. It tastes like mint chocolate chip. I thought it might. Yeah. Hey, um, you know your friend, uh, Cammy. Yeah, I miss her. Yeah, I miss her too. She she was my friend too. You know Cammy? I did. Cammy, my-, my babysitter. You know her? Yeah. Well, well, my friend Fleur. Was really good friends with her, and she misses her a lot. Do you? Do you have a friend named Flower? I do. That's such of, a silly name. Close. I know it is really silly, but it really fits because she's all you know. Is she a friend made out of flowers? Pretty, like a- because I have a friend made out of flowers. They live. They live in the field behind Dad's house. Does oh. Dad know about that friend? Dad doesn't believe me about my friends. Dad doesn't. Believe a lot of things. I know, but like I that believe- doesn't believe me about the toothpaste. And the last time I lost the tooth, I just gave it to the toothpaste because the toothpaste came to hang out with the flower lady. I'm a bit stressed about all the deals that the, the this kid is making <laughs> yeah. with the fay. I'm a bit concerned about how in debt this kid is to the fay. 
but hey, uh, did did Cammy ever talk to the water lady or the flower lady or or the tooth fae? Did she ever talk about them or to them? She didn't. She didn't talk to them, and she wouldn't let me talk to them. She said that I shouldn't talk to them, and they sh she said that it was bad that they knew my name, and then she said that um that I shouldn't talk to them, and then and then they asked about her, and they said to tell her that she was pretty, and I told her that, and she got angry, but not with me because she was never angry. Abby, Abby, you wanna you wanna know a surprise? Yeah, I'd love to hear a surprise. She was the only person who was ever not mad at me. Besides you, you're never mad at me because Abby loves Carly. <laughs> Carly I loves do. Abby. I miss Abby. Abby does love Carly, and Carly does love Abby. Okay, it's all on love. Dad is making angry face at me, so I have to hang up phone because we don't have unlimited sending anymore because he got mad at mom and he transferred all of the accounts to mommy's name so that she'd have to pay them. And really so, quick question before yes. before you go. Yes. Um, did did uh, Cammy say anything about where she might be going, or was there anything? Cammy was going to school. Cammy was going to school to learn how to fight things. Did she say anything about? you know, anybody who might take her away from school, anything she was worried about? No, but she did throw a rock at the flower lady once. She threw a rock at the flower lady. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did the flower lady like that? Or the no? flower lady laughed. The flower lady's nice. Flower lady laughed. Gotcha. Well, yeah, thank she, you so much. See, that was funny. She liked Cammy. Cammy no, doesn't like her. Cammy doesn't like her? It was a little sad because I want all my friends to like each other. I get ya. It's hard when your friends don't like each other. Well, I wanna, I wanna thank you, you know. And also, I think you are doing such a good job handling all this stuff. And I want you to know, no matter what happens, no matter what anything says, I love you so much. And and your mom and our dad. I know that it might not seem good all the time, but they. They care about you too, and we we all just want you to be the best you can be. Just be the best you can. Okay, Abby, I love you very much too. No matter what happened. Mm -hmm. No matter. No matter what, what happened, happen, I love you. No matter what happened, okay. And I promise I'll visit you for your birthday, and we'll have mint chocolate chip ice cream with rainbow sprinkles. Okay, come visit soon. I miss you, and Abby. Mm -hmm. That's secret for you. Surprise for you. What is it? I'm lonely. Okay, I have to go. Dad making angry face again. I'm sorry. I hey, want to know a secret too? Yeah. I'm lonely too. Oh. But maybe together we won't be lonely. Okay. Yeah, together we're not lonely. No, we can okay. be alone together. I see. I'll be. Can you, when you come to visit, mm -hmm. can I come to school with you for a little while? I'm sure you'll be able to. Okay, I'll I love my, you. I'll ask my roommate and we'll, we'll see how, if, if we can do something. And, and when I'm old enough, maybe, maybe you'll come and live with me. Okay, I would like that. Okay, I love you. I love you. Dad, dad's angry. Okay. Give okay. give me the phone. Stop running. Dad, give Dad, me the phone. Dad, it wasn't her fault. Dad. Okay, Esther. Minutes are expensive. I'm not made out of money. Ate him.
I'll send you the money if there's an overage because of it. I just, I miss her. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to bother you. Well, if you need anything else, you know where to call and um, study hard. Thanks, Father. Goodbye, Esther. Bye. Phone clicks. Hate him. And uh, time to go back and tell everybody what my sister said. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up in the rotation is going to be the lovely Doe. Doe, what is Ian doing with this with this time before midterms? All right. So I think Ian is going to make good on his uh, earlier statement about going to the eclipse very frequently. I think because Ian is easily distracted, he's probably going to do a lot of solo studying. Um, and so he's going to. <laughs> try and pay Harriet to throw like napkins or twizzle sticks, things like that at him. If he's not paying attention, she does and it for free. She like, she just pelts you and stuff. He just like gets so annoyed, but it also like helps him stay super focused and Ian rewards himself for being focused for a solid hour with a fresh cup of something. And Harriet just surprises him every time. I think this it brings so much joy to Harriet's life. Um, you are sitting there one day studying and you get a little bit distracted. You like lean down to check your phone or something to check the time. And you feel just like a wet napkin lodge itself in the back of your hair and a kid cackling behind you. And uh, behind the counter, you can see Harriet just like grinning, balling up another wet napkin, like looking at you threateningly. Ian like holds it by like a corner and he's like, I was just checking the time, Harriet. And why does it have to be wet? Helps it stick. Oh, yeah, it sure does. And Ian, like, just kind of drops it on the floor and, like, sits up and kind of, like, stretches a little bit. And he's like, Harriet, I have another question for you or another request, I guess. She's, she like, winding up to throw no, the no, no. ball and kind of, like, relaxing Break. for a second. <laughs> Break time. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a ranger. I, I think you figured that out by now uh-huh. based on those stupid books I'm in here reading. It's the ball, the bow is very obvious. Oh. And you bring a dog with you everywhere. Okay. Yeah. True. Yeah. So I'm, I just want to train Aspen more. I think, I think he can be like a better companion. Not that he's isn't great. And Ian like <laughs> scratches his head. He's like Ian gives you like, oh, sorry, Ian, uh, he gives you like a big doofy smile. Like one of those like dog, like, ah. and stupid Ian, sweet boy. Ian <laughs> kicks away the wet napkin, hoping that it won't catch Aspen's attention. As you kick it away, Aspen notices it and tries to eat it. And Ian's like, no, Aspen, no. <laughs> and he's like, see, he listens, but I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like you and Harry have a really great connection with animals and I thought maybe you could help me train them or at least help me get into his head and understand him a little bit better. As you ask this question, uh, the door to the cafe swings open and Harry, who's just coming in off his smoke break, uh, grins at you and goes, are you asking a werewolf how you can talk to your dog the way that a werewolf talks to your dog? Oh, Jesus. No, I'm not. Have no, you considered I, no, just going out, hanging out in like remote, remote locations under a full moon? Works pretty well, honestly. As long as, you know, you don't mind eating your friends and family. Oh, my God. 
Very, I feel like every time I ask to... you about lycanthropy, it comes out terribly. And I swear I don't mean it like that. I okay. promise. You know, Listen, I respect Ian, you. Ian. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's fun to make kids sweat. Yeah, I'm really sweating. And also I have something wet in my hair. Shout well, out to Harriet. I mean, you offered to pay her to do this. So, <laughs> you know, it, you can't really... She's got a good work ethic. You gotta, you gotta hand it to her. She is very consistent and very good at recognizing the moment I look at something other than a textbook. And it's okay. You know, Ian, here's the thing. You think that you get nervous. You should have seen Rosalie the first time uh, I caught her putting Irish cream in her tea, in her coffee. We use a non-alcoholic version. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Wait, I need- <laughs> what did she do? Oh, well, so... Rosie does this little thing that she actually, she gets it from her mom. Her mom did this too at her age where um, you tease her too much. She gets really flustered and she turns bright red. And, uh, you know, I always, I've always thought it's the cutest thing when her, when her mom does it. And uh, I mean, she, she inherited it and it's pretty funny. It's like uh, looking back at, at Viv when she was young. It kind of like tugs on his shirt and he's like, yeah, it's kind of cute when she does it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's just, it's kind of fun. You don't really flush. You just get awkward and talk quickly. I think it's because I grew up with Fleur. You met her, right? Yeah, you met her the other day when we were studying. Um, I don't think I'd have a choice not to. <laughs> he, like, slaps his legs <laughs> in that dad way. And uh, Aspen seems to think he's calling him over and, like, trots up to him. And Ian just puts his, his like, palm over his face and he's like, okay so maybe not like to talk to my dog but gotta have something maybe there's like i I don't know like a certain way to like approach dogs like to get it like a mindset change like is there some obviously i'm a human i don't know anything about anything and i don't know i just i just have a strong (laughs) you look up and you see that harry has once again scooped aspen up like a baby and has like a like a thin gym in his <laughs> mouth and each of them are eating one half of the thin gym. Oh he bites my God. It, looks at you and goes I found smoke me- smoked meats work well. Oh, this is going to be hard for my vegetarianism, isn't it? Well, I mean, dogs are obligate carnivores, so and he like kind of like <laughs> looks back at Aspen as Aspen like chomps down on on this thin gym happily like <laughs> wagging his tail and he's like, you know, um Sometimes you have to reorder your priorities to take care of the people or dogs that you love. And uh, when it comes to training dogs or teenagers, and he looks over at Harriet, who has, like, (laughs) stacked a bunch of cups up into a pyramid and is trying to collapse them as quickly as possible, (laughs) um, I find that high-value tricks require high-value treats. (laughs) And then he goes, Harriet, would you uh, clean the bathroom? And Harriet goes, for 25 bucks? And he kind of does like a C gesture. He was like, man, I really did get a steal with her throwing stuff at me, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, she, honestly, she would be throwing things around the restaurant anyways. He really just directed it. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, thanks. I guess I'll go bug Giannis or something. <laughs> Giannis? Yeah, he's my... Uh... Stater. Yep. One of my professors. We added the uh, original array of vegan milks for him. That checks out. Yeah, he's recently, a, have you ever seen him angry? 
Terrifying. Oh. Impressive. Uh, he actually, he worships the moon goddess, and uh, part of the moon goddess's whole thing is that one side of her is tranquil and calm, and the other part, you know, lun- lunacy, right? Um, so he's kind of into this crazy, like, combined worship between the moon goddess and the fallen soldier that really, like, meets itself halfway. Insane guy. Really fun at parties. I knew about the fallen soldier stuff because he's pretty much always drunk off his ass, but... Yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah, we, we hung out a bit in college. Great time. Uh, you should ask Viv about that one. We'll have to ask her next time we're at the hospital. Oh, yeah. Or next time tell she her, brings us uh, breakfast. In fact, if you want to see a really interesting reaction, tell her that Jean told you that she, uh, she knew him. Oh. Oh, my God. Ian, like, scrawls down a note in his, like, study <laughs> textbooks. And he's like, I am absolutely gonna do this. And And, uh, if you think the blushing thing is cute, I bring uh, Rosie along too, because I'm not sure she's ever heard that story. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Ian's like so pumped. He's like scribbling it and then tears off a piece of paper and writes it again and shoves it into his jacket pocket (laughs) just so he he can find it later. Harry is just there to start shit, and Ian is dumb enough to go along with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ian loves a good spice. (laughs) Um, Is there anything else you want to do at Eclipse? um, At Eclipse? No, I don't think so. All right. So, uh, you all sort of spend your time up leading up to midterm studying, uh, kind of unraveling a few mysteries. Dealing with some intergenerational trauma for at least one of you. And uh, midterms approaches and then passes very quickly. Now, before next session, let's see if you pass midterms very quickly. Oh, shit. Okay. From each of you, I'm going to need, in the Roll20, sent to DM only, one int roll. Oh, one primary modifier role, which means that for uh, Essie, it would be charisma. Uh, Rosie, we're going to do wisdom, Vesper, intelligence. Ian, half caster life, we're going to need a dex one and a wisdom one from you. Fleur, strength. You need to then DM me those numbers in your character chats, and uh, we will pick up next week. With uh, who passed, who failed their midterms. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been the Tabletop Tavern Campaign 2 ALSU. My name again is Jenny. These are my wonderful players and also Vic. And uh, can't wait to see you next week. I'm the shithead. Bye. Bye. <laughs> next time on the Tabletop Tavern. What I say about capable pretty girls, and she like wraps, walks up and puts her arm around your mom and goes, you, uh, you gotta lock them down because they're not on the market very long. It could have been better. Um, some constructive criticism would have been to to get more answers right. <laughs> yeah, one time in college, I folded her washcloth into a swan, and then uh, she went out with me. So, Ian and Mom. Someone has gone in with red paid with red ink and added quotation marks marks around the word mom. And your roommate's safety was and is a matter of. Not just national security, but life and death for a great deal of people. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode of the Tabletop Tavern, ALSU. Can't wait for the next episode? Follow us on Twitch for our live premieres every Monday night.
Podcast more your style? Check us out on your preferred podcasting platform. We'd love to help entertain you during your commute, cleaning, or your workout. If you can't get enough of the cast, our other socials are available down below in the description box. See you Monday in class. And until next time, go Griffins. Caw, caw.